On this week's episode, what actually happens when you mix infrastructure at a planetary scale, all the planet's greatest minds, and the resources of the third richest company in the world? Perhaps instead we should just ask, what could go wrong? Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Solid State Podcast for this week's episode. I'm John Joyce. I'm Eric Sargent. I'm Cody Toscano. And we are here today to talk about the singularity, Microsoft's new planet scale AI. Does anyone else think that's just the most terrifying intro we've ever had that we're opening up a show talking about a pl- anything called, well, a planet scale anything, but throw AI in at the end and I'm just waiting for the credits to roll. Right. It, so, it, it, oh, almost, yeah. Yeah, it almost feels like, you know, they're, they're definitely doing it on purpose. I mean, calling it, first of all, just saying that calling it the singularity is one thing. And then throwing in planet scale on top of it is just them. They're yeah. just th- they're just piling it on at that point. <laughs> How big so, can we make this sound? Right, exactly. So yeah, I mean, I I looked this one up the other day. Um, yeah, what what is the thing about the singularity? Right. So I guess it, from what they're doing is it's it's a it sounds like it's almost going to be a service that they provide, kind of like Azure or something like that. Yeah, it's AI as a service. Yep. So they're they're creating an infrastructure, a software infrastructure that's going to go on top of a hardware layer. And they've already got, it looks like they've got templates for it already. They talk about what they've got in here for the specs. It's saying an NVIDIA DGX2 server using Xeon Platinum processors and with two sockets of those with 20 cores each. So 40 cores I'll per computer. Two. Yep. And then eight V100 model GPUs per server with 692 gigabytes of RAM. See, everyone wants to blame the crypto miners. I now know why I can't go buy a 3090. Yep, exactly. All you just explained to me is where all the GPU cores yep, went. All, all right of the there. GPU silicon is in Microsoft's planet scale AI at this point. <laughs> yeah, it might be really bad. It's an NVIDIA card, so. Yep, yeah, no, exactly. They, they can rip the RTX sticker off of it all they want. All I know is I now know where all the cores went. Microsoft's been dropping them across the globe for the last two yep. years and now they have their planet scale ai so it's saying but it's for research right? i mean let's all things considered let's back it up though so because we've already talked in in past conversations about things like geforce now and stadia and all of these sure. you hear nvidia you hear gpus and you think one of two things gaming or crypto mining i mean really that's what the vast majority of folks are thinking but gpus the reason they're so attractive say to crypto miners is they're very very power you get a lot of bang for your buck when it comes to a gpu there's a lot core, of bandwidth so, there yeah yeah this is so this is not Microsoft's not building this out to rent it out to AMD as, you know, their cloud gaming platform, right? Like, the, wouldn't that be funny? That would be funny. NVIDIA AMD's like, hmm. Hmm. Well, oh, I guess this. they could use it for, like, Game Pass in the cloud and stuff. I didn't even think well, about sure. that. Sure. But again, Microsoft's already doing Xbox gaming, and that's primarily yeah. built on literal Xbox Series Xs in a data center. So what I'm saying is I don't think people hear NVIDIA GPUs, and they think that's what this is. But what I gathered from the um, article, and it was a Windows Central article to give credit that I was reading about this one, Eric, when you brought it up, yeah. was that this is AI focused for like research, like not R&D for new technologies, but genuine research. Like if people are trying to do cancer research or right. other, like big, I, big data projects. I imagine it like, um, what is that? Uh, folding at home. You know, that thing that right. you can install on your computer and yep. you give your GPU and CPU cycles to help process yes. cancer information mm-hmm. or whatever the yep. current thing is. I, I, I think of it like that. They're just doing a giant, GPU-based computer system networked across the entire planet that you can 
call up Microsoft and pay them most likely gobs of money to run whatever it is through that. And it just yeah. processes and has but just you're, tons you're, of bandwidth. You're right. But then we talk about the, you know, the asterisk as a service model, mm -hmm. gobs of money. Yes. But then I think about, you because know, Microsoft's big things about, oh, the efficiency of this and the economies of scale that it brings. And you're right to you, me, or most people, it's going to look like gobs of money. But then you think about, okay, what does it take to build a supercomputer? Like right. what is, what, let's just take what this thing is capable of and let's do simple math divided into a hundred pieces. So someone's got this big research project that's going to take, you know, normally five to 10 years to work through. But if they used one, one hundredth of what this thing can do and probably much, much less than that, let's just use easy numbers. One, one percent of what it's capable of. What would, what would the cost of that be as compared to building the infrastructure right. from scratch to do the thing. So that that's my guess is, you know, as with everything else with an as a service model is someone like Microsoft with incredibly deep pockets is going to front the cost to build this massive infrastructure that they also not only have the money, but the talent and skills to go out and do and then make it available at a profit because they are a company at the end of the day mm -hmm. to these organizations that otherwise would have been left with, well, I guess we go, buy a data center like what else are they right. supposed to do not to mention i mean i was being half half facetious but let's say a major research project was incredibly well funded that's no joke where are they going to get the hardware yeah microsoft at least has more of a direct line to let's call it let's call it a, satya can pick up the phone and call nvidia and be like hey i hear that arm thing didn't work out real well can i get some gpus <laughs> yeah i need a hundred thousand gpus that, tomorrow yeah. and they'll be like okay yeah but yeah i mean it sounds to me like this is almost twofold too though because you've got these incredibly amazing computers with the 40 mm -hmm. cores and 700 gigabytes of RAM, essentially. That's amazing. But I think the big thing also, the big takeaway is the software that they're using that's networking these things together. I think that's kind of their bread and butter. And I almost feel like they're going to yeah. be, they're not only going to sell their planet scale, their singularity, but they will probably take that software, patent that. And then why can't AMD grab that software, then use their brand of silicon to sure make their own network but using microsoft's just like windows you know windows ended up on every computer in the world mm. they're going to end up mm -hmm. with the operating system sorry tim for Cook AI. Would probably take umbrage with that yeah, you know what but i mean <laughs> <laughs> all the computers that count you mean other than the one yeah. i'm using <laughs> <laughs> and i'm using yeah but and anyway. you're using okay we're, we're about <laughs> how dare you <laughs> I'm on good old uh, Windows. No, no one can see Cody's PC master race. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere there's just a Linux laptop sitting in the background. Like I'm over here. Yeah. Hey uh -huh. guys. Hey, 2022. Maybe it'll be the year of the Linux laptop. It's not the year of the Linux laptop. Oh, um, it's still not. <laughs> anyway. Well, I again, anytime I hear about these these big big names getting behind a a platform, really, it's a platform as a service, and AI happens to be that platform. But I. Two things happen in my head. I get a little bit scared because there's a whole lot of this going on. It's If it's not Microsoft, it's Amazon, it's Google, it's Meta. See, I almost messed up. It's one of it's one of the bigs that are doing something that's now folding something that may have otherwise been independent and brought it under their umbrella, which that genuinely concerns me from a competition perspective. It's another monopoly. It's, it's the beginnings of potentially another monopoly. Um, but on the flip side, man, the, the struggle for me is how like how, how else but with the kind of resources you have to have at their scale to actually do something. Well, let's go back to the basic premise, planet scale AI. Yeah, who else can afford that but Microsoft I and a handful no of other doubt. people? 
yeah, I have no doubt there are plenty of genuinely brilliant people who could mastermind it, mastermind it, but to pay for it is an entirely other thing. I'm not even saying that's necessarily a good thing. Maybe it's not a great thing that we have a, such a short list of organizations with the pockets to do something like this. That might be its own struggle. But I guess at the end of the day, if I had to shoot from the hip, we're better off having it from Microsoft than not having it at all. Like sure. this is a good thing It's geared towards, I can swallow this pill a lot easier than a cloud gaming platform where, you know, where Microsoft going out and buying another studio and bring like the, that kind of consolidation that's going on out there in the world, like the true, like straight to consumer consolidation. I'm really, I'm much more caught up on that. If this is going to, in all frankness, going to bring truly next level, next generation research ability down to the, the, the scientists and other, you know, brilliant folks out there that are dying for access to the resources to bring their projects to life. That's pretty cool. Like that's, that's just one of those things where it's like, man, it may not check off all my John's, you know, personal boxes about the world and the universe and how it should work. But you know, if there's, I just think about the guy in a lab who's, who, who, you know, he's, he's that one research project away from, you know, let's, let's use the beaten to death example, curing cancer. Sure. All right. If this is the cost, I can accept that Microsoft just found another way to mint a bunch of money. I, you know, if, if that, if that, if that's the cost of that person that, you know, having the opportunity to, to do the world changing thing, or, or if it changes it doesn't have to be this global scalability also doesn't have to affect a global scale change. If the forecasting they can do can help us solve, you know, a food crisis for a specific group of people in a certain part of the world, that's good too. Yeah, right? Cause they're crunching numbers on the distribution paths and things like that of whatever. Right. Yeah. All that stuff is good stuff. Yeah. There's a lot more uses than the gaming platform side. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It, it makes know, me like wonder mentioned. though, if there's, if there's, room this is what a weird statement if there's room for abuse in this software that they're building so you know we all know sure. crypto mining became a thing you can use yep. gpu power for crypto mining you can use cpu power for crypto mining so of course some hacker out there made a piece of software that can go on someone else's computer and use their cpu cycles and gpu cycles to collect bitcoin for them and it spreads out through the world, and all of a sudden they have a planet scale processing for Bitcoin, right? So, so your so, question is, what if, what, so what if someone botnets the singularity? Is exactly. that what we're basically getting? Yeah. So right. So what happens right. if they if they create some sort of a virus that plants this software in the background and steals CPU and GPU cycles from millions of people's computers, and they can and they could do that sort of? I mean, what would they use that processing power for? Bitcoin, I'm assuming, or something like that, something that would make them um, money. But it to, seems like and it, this is getting into CS. It's way above my 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 pay grade and my knowledge. But you know, when we do talk about things, you're you're right in that. When I think about something at this scale, this is you know literally planet scale. But what that means, like the amount of raw power we're talking about, if someone actually could, you know, it's that whole thing of you know steal one cent from a billion people, right. and yet you, that's so what I'm thinking about. Yeah, an imperceptible percentage that still equates to you just side-loaded a supercomputer um i get i bet there are probably some very nefarious things you could do like yeah i, I don't know what the password cracking like to exactly to compromise encryption schemes or mm -hmm. massive you know, password attacks you know things like that i mean these turning platforms on themselves is a scary part of the world that especially the three of us live in as part of our day-to-day -day lives and our jobs you know i think about and this is not called this has happened to many in the industry but I, I'm, I'm thinking about you know the 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 big solar winds hack 
or the Kaseya compromise, you know, the supply chain level attacks within the IT world and the technology world is, is, is terrifying. And so when you think about this level of power, again, going back to why I'm kind of okay with at least it being a Microsoft is I also know Microsoft employs some of the best, most intelligent security researchers in the world and systems architects and, and, and yes, they're painting a huge target, but at least it's, it's being monitored, maintained and supported by the best at what they do. So good on them. It's like what we tell our, you know, the people we work with all the time, you know, you know, why would I want to move my mail onto 365? Doesn't that make me, you know, doesn't that make me part of a bigger target? Well, yes, except that you as a small business could give me all the money you could ever afford to try and secure your network. And I could not build you as secure as a network as what Microsoft right. has already built at their mm-hmm. scale on 365. So yeah. I, I, I've now gone completely gone into the weeds of what we live in day in and <laughs> yeah. day out. But I, that's because it's what we do live around. That's how I equate to it is, you know, yes, there's risk. And anytime you involve humans and anything at that kind of scale, the inherent risks are there. But they also inherently have access to the resources to fend off or, de- or defend against those attacks, I would think. Going back to, and, and it's constant vigilance. They have to stay on top of it and that the onus is on them to prevent those kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah. So, what? The, how many countries do you think they have like a, buildings in with these GPUs? I mean, like, if it's pl- global, I would I assume. Mean, it, I would assume it's, it's like a corner of their data center, imagine. right? Yeah, it's got. I mean, just, just like, little... <laughs> well, just think because like Azure by nature is a global footprint already. Mm-hmm. When you go to build an Azure VM, for example, it asks you what data center want you want to put it in, and the list is rather long. I mean, mm-hmm. truly, and that's just you know, something like that to the rest of their. Sure, their foot. I mean, the the physical footprint is there. That that's how. Go back to Xbox Cloud Gaming to to make that you know to make that comparison. When you hook into Xbox Cloud Gaming, it's it's not just picking a data center at random. It's looking at Microsoft's okay global footprint of data centers, though, and the subset of which have those Series X you know cloud gaming servers built into them, and it's picking the one nearest you with the or with the lowest latency access based right. on your connectivity. So I mean, my, Microsoft is already operating at a planet scale. I mean, that part it's it's weird and fun to say, but that part is long behind us. AWS, yeah, yeah they've been doing that for years. <laughs> they've been operating at a global at a planet scale in systems we've been using already for a very long time. But to tie all that together with a singular focus like an AI platform, uh, I mean, Yeah, I think they work at AI and it's like they spent like a billion dollars. I'll, I'll start to wrap it up with one question. Okay. So I talk about planet scale and AI and I would be a bad nerd if I didn't ask Terminator. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like is the, you know, I mean, and that's the thing that everybody thinks about when they talk about AI or sure. use the name singularity is the first thing that it goes to is like, is it going to, is it going to become self-aware and like, you know, the machines are going to make batteries out of all of us humans or, you know, whatever <laughs> pop culture thing they're going to throw at us is that I, I don't, I the programming behind that is far behind the infrastructure that we have anyway. So, so, you know, yes. I can't, I can't imagine, you know, like, you know, Bill Gates, built a conversation partner, you know, for his, uh, because he's lonely now or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, you know, the, you know, can, you know, he just shots fired at poor Bill. He's right? all right. Solid I, I, he'll, he'll cry himself to sleep on his pillow filled with money. He's fine. Um, you, <laughs> you know, it's just, you know, but like, I can see it being used for things like that, like making 
the AIs that they already have, the the yeah. Watsons, the things that are out there already, sure. they can use this infrastructure to smarten up their AI, I think is probably where it would go first. They can use this processing to develop algorithms and things that make... Train the AIs, yeah. Yeah, to train that stuff, and they can do it much faster using a planet-scale AI. You know, and, and, that's, and that's most likely what it's going to be used for. I don't think we're going to end up slaves to the machines more than we already are. Um, you know, anytime soon, I just direct result of, right. I just, you know, they're, they're most likely going to grab it. They're going to use that power to, um, figure out new ways to, you know, use their specific lasers to shrink down the CPU architecture even more past the two nanometer scale and all, you know, they're, they're going to use it for that kind of stuff because frankly, in the long run, you know, they spend a little bit of money to process those numbers and then they can make exponentially more because they've now created something new that they couldn't have done before without all the power to crunch those numbers. Sure. So I can see them doing that, but I'm, I'm not worried for, you know, our machine overlords just yet. <laughs> It'll be when I'm long gone anyway. So I'm not right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone always says that. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. kind of. Let our kids worry about it. Yeah. There is there. like a top 500 list of like supercomputers. Um, mm-hmm. I wonder how high this will be on there. Cause I, yeah, they have Microsoft Azure is number 10 on the list already. Uh, Interesting. So this is like a whole other supercomputer, essentially. Yeah, so and I mean, wonder. I would assume that it would be considered a supercomputer, right? Like it would still fall that, under that umbrella, thinking, yeah. or or would when it not you get be? into because it's I distributed computing. I'm not familiar with the semantics there because you know, like Azure. I, I don't know if Azure is considered a top end super supercomputer, or if a or if someone has built a machine on yes. Azure. Yes, that is okay. So, so that yeah. for me, that would be the semantics. Is Azure as a platform would not qualify as an air quote super plat. I'm sorry, supercomputer, but you could build a machine on a platform like Azure, and if it was sufficiently spec and capable, it would break into that top 10. So right. in this case, this, the singularity in and of itself may not well be, but something built on the singularity could easily, I would imagine, rise to, when we talk about the going back to GPUs versus CPUs and the way they're architecting this thing from the ground up to be so heavily GPU-based, I mean, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, it says it's in Azure East US too. So it's in one of the one data center of Azure is able to put up something that's top ten. Wait, that supercomputer is in East Two? Yeah, it says it's Azure East that's Two. Hilarious. That's where it lives. Yeah. We run some of our VMs out of East Two. Sorry, that's just yeah. that's kind of close to home. Well, not literally <laughs> close to home with us where we are, but I mean we 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 run VMs some out of, out of East, East Two. That's, that's really yeah, funny. that's interesting though, because yeah, that means they're sitting alongside a supercomputer. I mean, sure, isn't everything? Um, <laughs> Makes it sound. I want to walk through one of those data centers someday. Those things must be, be impressive. I wonder if they do tours. Yeah, they leave your phone at the door and right, they kill exactly. you on the way out. Yeah, right. <laughs> They'll give you the tour. They just don't guarantee how it's going to end. It's uh-huh. a Microsoft swag, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's just swag bags all over <laughs> those data centers. Let me tell you. That's my dream. Uh, data get center. Get your free there. Clippy bobblehead on the way out. Yes. Oh, I would I mean, I would absolutely take that. <laughs> Will someone please find out if there's Clippy bobbleheads? I really don't know how we came full circle to Clippy bobbleheads, but I really, really, really want Now we need a Clippy bobblehead. Bobble it all now. comes back to yeah. Clippy. I want Clippy and I want the I want the matching badgy well, uh, ba- uh, bobblehead nice. there you go. With, with the um, lower decks tie-in. <laughs> no, but yeah, they, that's what they'll that's what they'll do. They're gonna finally get this thing. This is where we'll leave it. They're going to yeah. develop this thing. They're going to program it. 
They're going to make it smart and it's finally going to become intelligent. And they're going to, and Clippy's going to be the mouth for the AI. Like, <laughs> that'll take over. It's just going to pop up on your Dean, screen yeah, when you it becomes aware. It, but you actually <laughs> just described my worst nightmare. Just <laughs> of Clippy, Clippy is now self aware. Yeah. Oh, I see you're trying to bold some text. Would you like some help with that? I just. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that bombshell, I guess, you know, that is the thing about the singularity. So that'll be, you know, one of those things we watch, you know, you're on the show, you know, as these technologies evolve, I have a feeling this, like so many things will not be the last time we talk about it. So we will, uh, we'll keep an eye on this one. And the next time it uh, hits our radar, we'll do another pass at it. Sound like a plan? Sounds like a plan. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, guys, thank you as always. Everyone out there, thank you for tuning in. Catch us next week and uh, we will catch you next time. We'll see you later. Later.